0: To frockflix, the historical movie costume podcast and stuff. <laughs> I'm Tristan L. Bass, your host, and I'm here with our original Broadway-recorded cast of Kendra Van Cleve and Sarah Lorraine. And today we ventured out into the great wild wide world and saw the 2018 movie of Mary Queen of Scots, directed by uh, Josie Rourke, with costumes by Alexandra Byrne. And I've written a few articles previewing this on the blog, so you can go check those out for all of our previous thoughts, most of which were extremely negative. And the movie did not disappoint. At least in that way. Yes, in that
1: way. <laughs> because, yeah, it sucked. We d- uh, I just came out going, Why? Why did they choose to do that? I mean, they. I mean, it's a perfectly interesting story, Mary Queen of Scots. Yes. But wait, why? Why did they do that? And why did they
0: do that? And that? And that? And frankly, if I didn't have a full bladder, I would have fallen asleep halfway through. It was boring. It was actually really It was really fucking boring, fucking boring for a movie that had like so much, you know, drama. Like actual, legit. Mary Queen of Scots is like the drama queen, literally. And And to make it so goddamn boring, I was sitting there 20 minutes in and I remember turning to Tristan and just whispering, can we go now? Because I think I mean, we've seen everything we need to see here. And then she was just like, shut up and keep watching. We gotta try. We gotta try. <laughs> because <laughs> because this was paid for by you, our listeners, and Thank supporters. Thank you. That's right. So we did it for you guys. We know you want to hear this. And, you know, even though I kind of had hinted this might be just a lot of incoherent screaming for me, I don't know if I can even work that up because, God, it was so boring. I don't know if I thought it was boring.
1: Well, I, What I couldn't tell is, was it boring to me because especially, like, the, the first 20 minutes was so much of the... Hello, I am William Cecil and I am going to explain the politics here in a very reductive sense. So I couldn't tell if it was boring to me because it was like, yes, but it's a much more nuanced situation than that. But a normal person needs that that basic or if it was just badly explained.
0: I think it was both of, I think it was because it was badly explained a lot just in general the dialogue was very pedestrian the exposition e- was slow and the yeah. pacing was like okay we everybody really understand that mary is having an emotion right now <laughs> are we sure we're all here having this emotion with her and, no and she's <laughs> catholic <gasps> and she's the queen <laughs> and, and and elizabeth is Ah! Protestant! Okay, can I rant for half a second on Elizabeth? Always. Okay, so here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I am not a Mary Queen of Scots girl. That's Tristan. I am am an Elizabeth the First girl. Team Elizabeth! Thank you, as Kendra is as well. Not that I don't appreciate Mary Queen of Scots and that whole thing, but, you know, we usually pick a side, right? I don't know. That's what happened with me. But the thing is, is the way they portrayed Elizabeth in this movie was it was like why is she even in this movie I mean granted it's called Mary Queen of Scots right they could have just gotten rid of her entirely would have been good
1: They could have you still used her as a plot point letter comes from Elizabeth here's the ambassador all of that all of the sort of the pieces uh, of sort of plot movement that that Elizabeth Mm -hmm. provides to the story was important but that was my number one takeaway besides many questions about the costumes is I felt like Elizabeth should never have been seen on screen and it would have been a much better movie if had focused the about the interplay between Mary and Darnley, Mary and John Knox, Mary and her half brother, all those kinds of things. Knox. But yeah. the trying to force it to be a movie about the two of them really didn't work, especially because they really didn't get Elizabeth.
0: Yeah, and and it's something that Kendra mentioned all the way back is that I think one of the reasons why this movie has zero dramatic tension is that the main relationship in this movie is supposedly between Mary and Elizabeth, but it doesn't work. It really doesn't work. The movie wants that to be the thing. And you you get that from a lot of the the pre-press and a lot of the promotion and, you know, well, they even fucked up the promotion with, like, you know, one yeah. queen, one. born to power, one queen. What yeah. was the other one? Born, born to, to reign, born to power. They basically make it
1: seem like Elizabeth is the establishment, yeah. marries the scrappy up-and-comer, when it was completely the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And
0: even the movie goes on to, like, develop that a little bit at the very end, where the two queens meet, which, of course, they didn't in real life. Everybody by now who's listening to this probably already is aware of that. Yes. But contractually obligated to mention it. But, yeah, the two queens finally meet face-to-face, and in a ridiculous scene with all in the a laundry, in the with all the cheesecloth and the layers, the symbolism. I have, I have to mention they, and they we needed to this off. from Tom and Lorenzo's podcast. They they mentioned that that was a very 80s music video. Yeah, <laughs> and I, when I saw that, I was like, nailed it, because mm-hmm. yes. it's like every flock you know, of seagulls. Yeah, exactly. Some, it's yeah, all, it, all the videos. It is. A it trick. really is. It, but but so the terrible. thing about the uh, that the, the meeting is that you know elizabeth essentially this is where it gets super 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 freaking reductive and irritates me because you go from this like the two queens are finally meeting and oh my goodness they're sisters and they're going to talk about being sisters and like sisterhood and sisters are doing it for themselves go then and then suddenly elizabeth's like i will give you a place to stay for safety reasons if you don't foment rebellion (laughs) like a totally illogical thing to say to somebody who's like not at all then What happens is, as soon as Elizabeth essentially is saying, I will keep you safe from all those motherfuckers in Scotland who want to kill you, Mary turns around and says, Well, you're just a bastard, and I should be the one on the throne in England anyway. And when you kill me in 20 years, (laughs) you'll think about what you've done. It was so weird. It was right then and there that I realized if they just got rid... Of Elizabeth entirely, but kept the focus on, what they should have done is kept the focus between, and the tension, the big bad dude should have been Knox. Yeah. He was the big bad dude yeah. in her life. Like, for most of her reign in yeah. Scotland, it was Knox who was the one who was really the the guy who was trying to get her off the throne constantly. And they could have still kept the, ooh, Catholic, ooh, Protestant bullshit. It would have and made a lot more sense yeah. there. <laughs> because, and by the way, John Knox was played by David Tennant uh, in... 18 pounds of hair. He um, basically looked like Hagrid. Like Cousin It, you know? <laughs> I know, there was a point where I, I had known, I knew that he was in the movie, but after like the first big scene where they meet and I'm looking at him and he's like done with this scene and it dawns on me like 10 minutes later, oh my God, that was David Tennant. And they only have those characters together once right. at the very beginning, and yeah. they did have more meetings. And mm-hmm. they, but every other time, he's just like screaming off in his. Who are? <laughs> there was there was a lot of who, are, and who, I was actually who pretty who
1: pretty who pleased who by that. But so yeah, the plot. uh for super super yeah, yeah. It was actually kind of sad because, as someone who has been Team Elizabeth, there were points where I started to get into Mary and was like, okay, this is starting to be interesting. And then suddenly we've cut to Elizabeth <laughs> making paper. For flowers in oh, a symbolic God. afterbirth
0: of sadness that she doesn't get to be a Jesus. mom and i just they're juxtaposing couldn't. it with like the scene of mary giving birth and I then couldn't. there's this scene where the camera pans back you see mary surrounded by her ladies cradling her newborn no. baby and like there's there's blood everywhere and then the camera switches over to cuts to elizabeth pans back she's sitting sp- bread eagle like you know splayed legs and then out from her crotchel area is <laughs> all these paper flowers and i mean it's like yeah it's that's a, that's a kind of a beautiful symbolic like idea it was so heavy. that was just was so... really stupid in reality and again derailed
1: from the plot the driving plot which was mary Yeah, And the problem is, is Elizabeth is so complex. This Mm -hmm. was so reductive. Just like, for example, and I know they were getting to the end and wrapping it up, but when she's signing the death warrant, I mean, Elizabeth went back and forth for like 20 years Mm -hmm. about whether or not to execute Mary. And when she finally did, she then wanted to take it back and sent writers after Yes. After the order of execution, she set further writer saying, no, take it back. And it's up for debate whether she really meant to take it back yeah. or whether that was her covering just her ass. Gesture, but yeah. either way, she was never just like, yes, I am signing this document. Yeah,
0: it sure as hell wasn't in front of the big room with all the guys there going, leaning in all at once. And, go, and she and her just like dramatically sign. And what? No. We've got, like, a huge list, and I've got a plane to catch in, like, approximately 12 hours. I'm going to throw some stuff out. Y'all just, you know, run with it. All right. So, denim. Why? (laughs) Why? Okay, so there will be an article during Snark Week, but in general, and there's been a lot of press beforehand that costume designer Alexander Byrne has, who I would like to
1: point out, we need to say, Alexandra Byrne. Designed the first Elizabeth with Shekhar Kapoor with Kate Blanchett, and then Elizabeth the Golden Age. But weirdly, also designed the 1995 Persuasion that everybody loves, the '96 Hamlet with Kenneth Branagh, which Costume. is fabulous. Yeah. So she it, very confusing. Mm-hmm. It's not like
0: she's incapable. It's right. just that But she's also she's also done all the costumes more recently for like Thor, Ragnarok. You know, yeah. like the Guardians of the Galaxy. She's definitely got this space age vibe I think that yeah. she's working yes. with now so she's done a lot of press recently talking about how they wanted to use denim to oh what was some of the bullshit she was well it's because Tudor YouTube, clothing yeah. w- when you like when it got when wet or you, you sweated you it molded the body It molded again, to the his... body
1: and denim does that yes. well you know what else does that
0: well, wool wool <laughs> you know what have lots of in Scotland. Sheep? Sheep. You know what? Fabric is still readily available and made out of stuff that comes from sheep. Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. In Sarah. Scotland? Wool. Yay! Yes. And when was denim invented?
1: Like 1850 something.
0: Yeah. And it's made of cotton, cotton.
1: which we pretty much don't have in the British I, I know, in this period. And
0: you know what? Still readily available in fabric stores everywhere, even shit like Joanne's sometimes cotton linen linen, no. linen. wool, wool! <laughs> I didn't realize we had. not we're okay, going sorry. back to that yes <laughs> yes so yes. why she didn't use wool is beyond because me. vision Tristan vision okay. you know what color wool comes in all of them all of <laughs> including including <laughs> blue which, which was what, used extensively that's one of the things
1: that irritated me not because only like, did the denim irritate me for being denim but then pretty much Everyone except Elizabeth at the very end of the movie is in shades of blue to black. Everyone, constantly, it was incredibly boring to look at. It really was. And I'm sorry, no, it did not make some grand artistic statement. It was just a shit ton of the same color. It was dull. It was dull. So the fabric was the wrong weight, it was clearly the wrong fiber and the colors it just it made no sense. There was no logic. logic. No, there was no logic
0: because what vision is that other than it's a dull Okay, here's which, my here's my angle on denim vision. in general, which is like we have we everything we live with today is pretty much made out of denim. If I'm going to see a period movie, do I want to see people walking around in denim? Is she trying to make like, oh, she, oh, she probably was. It's well, relatable. <laughs> Well, oh, fuck off.
1: We're, I'm, all, I'm, we're
0: all flipping off the universe right flips. Now.
1: In our modern era, it's an incredibly casual fabric. If there were moments where she was trying to imply, oh, this is a very casual moment, then I could have seen that. But like, for example, granted, she'd just come off a ship, you know, in the very opening scene, they're struggling out of the surf, oh, weighted oh down God. with their wet denim. Wet denim is literally the worst thing. It is. <laughs> but but again, they're trying, they've got the big hair, which we'll get into. Yeah. They're clearly trying to show she's just come from France where they no. wear <laughs> denim like what like no. you're trying to make her look casual and relatable when really
0: what you should be trying to do is make her look fancy and foreign right? I feel like we keep coming back to the basic premise of what frockflix is which is you go to see a historical movie you want to be transported to another time thank you you don't yes. want to be like oh, they're wearing jeans, just like me. Mm, yeah. you know, like, that's not what I want. And that's yeah. why i go see generic rom-com. Yeah, Thank you. if yes. I wanted to see, like, somebody wearing jeans, I could go find something on Netflix starring Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Which, okay, maybe dates me now, but still. Okay, I'm going to throw out tie-dyed. Maybe. Maybe she's a hippie? Yeah, oh. random things like, I didn't like chemises... And, it almost looked like though the sm- denim had like bled yeah, because yeah. it got wet. Like the color had leached onto like her underclothes. Yeah, there were just some random shit like that.
1: But speaking of fabrics, so obviously all of
0: the crop jackets were sort of oh. to mock
1: partlets. Although they also were actually wearing partlets, which I'll give them props. <laughs>
0: there were no floating. No, no floating? bullshit. There were floating ruffs. Where? Oh, oh, over the fucking I didn't see place. It. Oh, oh, girl, I saw. Stuff. She was imagining. Okay. No, <laughs> specifically Mary's uh, wedding floating mm-hmm. ruff, which actually no, it had bows in the front yeah. and it had. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I had checked out oh, by that god, point. it had some, like, applique. When she was marrying Bothwell? No, Darnley. Darnley. Yes! Oh my god, I think I did black out that yeah. portion. I basically, yeah. like, I transcended space and <laughs> yeah. <into> time.
1: I <laughs> would like to complain about Elizabeth's <laughs> chenille part. Oh god. god! That was like a turtleneck!
0: It was like a chenille... It, felt like it, was like a, it was like a sweater with a built-in ruff. <laughs> Kristen leans over to me, how, like, as this is on, and she's like, Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I was kind of thinking. You know, I would wear that. I know. Wear. I'm like, that looks cozy. That's kind it of does neat. Yeah. It cozy. But and now, if they made it longer and kind of like it was like a sweater that went over her bra. <laughs> it was a really. It was so weird. Like, what the fuck is this garbage? Like.
1: So rampart bodices, describe what what you mean by that. So a rampart bodice means where you've cut the bodice too high and or boned it too high. So it sticks up out into space up past your bust and there is literally negative space behind it. It is a metaphor for the patriarchy. Clearly. The people who wrote the Tudor Taylor published an article in Costume, the journal Costume, about Mm -hmm. ten years, five years ago, that gets into exactly how to deal with this fitting problem. They did all sorts of practical research of how do you avoid the rampart. It's their people. Go find it. And or just consult their books and their patterns, and maybe you can find a way around
0: it. Ninja Michaela and Jane Malcolm Davies, there you go. There's your documentation. There is no reason for the bodice to just stick up into space. Thank you. Well, you know, apparently they're, like I say, I think it's a metaphor for the patriarchy, but it's really offensive. Let's see. Next up, we're still in clothes, right? Yep, okay. Still anything else on the women? Uh, the bedazzling. Oh, oh the bedazzling and yes. the weird cut out laminate shitty application there was some serious bedazzling I have a bedazzler guys I know let's reproduce costumes. this Yay. for like posterity um, coming to a yeah. costume college not really near you one of the things that I noticed on one of, the, one of the bedazzled costumes was the one that Elizabeth was wearing when she was like examining the new fold that had just been folded, basically and which was way too long of a symbolic a suck- scene oh, cute baby it was horse, a, very cute a metaphor for motherhood that she didn't have and that was oh. the whole thing with this entire movie was like I will never bear tra- just because you choose not to lady embrace your agency you're rejecting the patriarchy you are child free run with that and don't be all like oh but I just oh can't which the oh. actual Elizabeth did and obviously this movie
1: she was conflicted about, but-, but you're gonna need <laughs> to spend a lot more time getting into the nuances of it
0: mm-hmm. if you're going to get into the nuances of it but so the bedazzling jog my memory about this particular scene and this particular garment that had bedazzling studs all over it so it was spiral laced in the front right every other fucking bodice mm-hmm. in that entire fucking movie laced in the back crisscross lacing like you know yes. you just do the herringbone lacing they had to actually put like plastrons or whatever in back behind so like the chemises didn't show underneath and i'm like clearly somebody understands the concept of spiral lacing because when you spiral lace the edges meet edge to edge when you do the little herringbone shoelacing kind of a thing, they don't meet edge to edge, and you have to fill that in. That was really annoying and you know, weird, I mean, like brads and staples yes. holding things together, and yeah, <laughs> there were like buckles like in the yeah, weirdest totally just, So I believe that particular dress uh, with the folds uh, is in one of the behind-the-scenes shots that I have in, our, in an article. It's because it, it has the stupid steampunk buckles on it. And oh my god. Like, why? Okay, I'm going to throw out here the next one, the black yoga pants. Yes. Uh, okay, so first <laughs> of all,
1: I am so bored of the reverential undressing scene. Mm-hmm. It's in
0: every fucking
1: royal or aristocratic movie. And it's almost sexual at this point. I'm going to stand there with my arms out of my ladies-in-waiting, come and remove my clothing and prepare me for my coital night. Yeah, right. But it's been done to death. And then in one of them... I like. She had hanging pockets. Yeah, she did. But she, I swear to God, she was wearing yoga pants. Black <laughs> <She> yoga pants. <laughs> she
0: she legit wearing yoga legit. pants. Legit. And there was a, there was a Farthingale drop. So, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a rope Farthingale, too. I, was, yeah. I, I It looked kinda, soft. Yeah, yeah it okay. did. I was yeah. kind of, of like, oh, all right. I props for that. Jetson's hat. Anyone want to talk about okay, Jetson's Okay, so there hats? were
1: about three hats <laughs> on anyone in <laughs> the entire <laughs> movie. Men or women. <laughs> <Yes>. Thank you. <laughs> Extras, leads, you name it. John Okay, he's one. One of the other ones was Mary wearing this, like, 1940s, 50s Jetsons. I don't even know she's what the She's wearing fuck.
0: it while she's writing. I what mentioned this in one of my posts because it was in a preview. What the uh, fuck? Thing, and I actually... Uh, I had a, an image of a 40s hat that was very re- re- reminiscent of it. It's this stupid. is not yeah. Vogue 1947. No, yeah, but we're ever so elegant. Yes. Whatever. Uh, no <laughs> other actual hats were harmed in the making of this film. No, no they, they were really not. They were Yeah. Uh, big hair. Kendra? Okay, so
1: I get, again, that they're trying to show she's coming from the French court, which obviously is going to be bigger and more fabulous than the Scottish court. But first of all, they're wearing hair that is from, like, the 1610s, 1610s. which would be the reign of her son, James I. And, and um, also probably grandson. Exactly. Okay, maybe 1590s, whatever. So, it certainly um, isn't 1560s I, I will, I will say that
0: it, in my posts, I gave them to be generous 1590s by which of course mary was dead yes
1: i did think they were interestingly executed and then that the the really high ones and that they were clearly over like a okay. frame which was shown at they did one yeah she
0: takes her hair down one, at yeah. one point and that little frame comes but off i
1: also like thought it was weird the continuity between hairstyles with mary's court and elizabeth's court like then, so it's like, Barry's hair starts looking more like Elizabeth's, and then Elizabeth starts going into the weird curls, and I don't know, and I liked some of Elizabeth's. I mean, I did not like the... Uh Bozo the Clown wig you mean, yeah, when she yeah. meets Mary. But some of the later ones where they're doing yeah. the kind of, you know, where what? there's randomly some color
0: in some fabrics right. that the aren't very, denim. The last like five minutes of the film oh. is like actually oh, figured something out. Great costumes based on portraits. Yeah. Although I had a, an issue with the uh, the Sieve portrait dress where um has the big like veil frame that goes it's around her round. head and she's walking mm-hmm. and it's flying 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 against was... her head. I'm like, it would have probably been pinned to her yeah. head. Uh, but yeah. we'll let that pass because, it was actually yeah. a real dress and they were actually stuff. using like damask and color oh, and yes. they had these
1: nice arch wigs some yeah. of which were maybe a little too cartoon red but whatever yeah. anyway so there was just some weird hair continuity it's like I liked the hair not for this movie it was mostly up and it was up it was mostly, mostly. up there in scenes few- when it should be there were a few scenes like where she's riding and she's got some casual uh Katniss side braid or something yeah. But mostly,
0: yeah. what's up? Which props? Well, and then when she's like totally like running away from all the people who want to murder her in Scotland, oh into boy. you know she, she, she looks like a wreck hair. and her hair is just back in a braid. I mean, okay, I can forget that, but yeah, she they did generally make sure that the hair was up vaguely. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. Shall we talk about the men? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have one word: saddlebag. So, okay, there was at least one place in an article that Alexandra Byrne uh, said that she. Didn't want to just go with a strictly historical 16th century men's uh, God costume vision because because it's not considered really sexy. Oh, for you know. Sake. You know what even, is sexy? Yeah. We you know what's
1: sexy. (laughs) Saddlebags, apparently sexy. So into saddlebags and leather saddlebags and leather fanny packs. So So, hot. So
0: that apparently is was her answer instead of putting men in the the poofy pumpkin pants. I had had a very pertinent question to this whole idea of saddlebags. Like, if you really feel as though like that ham pants, aka pumpkin pants, aka slops or whatever the trunk hose, I don't know anymore. (laughs) Um, Like, (laughs) Sarah's losing her will to live here. I lost it a long time ago. (laughs) Movie. So so if, if you don't want to put them in the dorky looking poofy pants, there is a thing called Venetian breeches. Yes. I am pointing like a motherfucker at <laughs> Sarah here. Which are actually historically accurate for the period that this movie was set in. Yes. In fact, you said in the car. As I said, they were literally invented so Hollywood wouldn't have to put anybody in the Goofy fucking poofy pants. Exactly. Right. I mean, they're they're better than the contractually obligated leather pants because they're actually historically accurate for this period. Yeah. And and what the fuck, Alexandra Byrne? Why did you go with saddlebags? Okay. Saddlebags. So what I want to
1: know is. How many accessories and bits and pieces did he need to carry around with him? Did he have that many condoms? Wasn't he needed to have a dildo with him at all times? Did no. a loose he chain?
0: T- loose- he let, let's note, this is the, the main he we're talking about was Darnley. Darnley. Dar- 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 not, Dar- not a, Dar- a different douchebag. Douche because <laughs> Darnley was most obvious because he would be walking around there and you just see them. He's wearing... Well, the contractually obligated leather pants. let a subscribe for the people who have not seen this yet. Yes, please, please. save your money. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> don't spend the money on it. Just wait and, till and, it comes out. And there out are no like, screen caps yet, so we no. gotta we gotta share. No. What First, is. you think he's wearing the puffy pants, but then you realize, in, in 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 close up here, you get that there's leather pants, and over this there are giant. Saddlebags on, on each, a belt on each side on of each the head, with another pouch on top of them, and they're con- they're just on a belt, and, and then in and back, there's, and uh, there's no cod piece in front, no, no, no cod flap, no nothing. It's just like a little line of U-shaped stitching kind of around. The <laughs> like, box. how do they even whip it out to pee? So you've got these two giant saddlebags on top of all this, and you know how is what this is not like. The, the trunk hose things are at least like their pants and they like up usually not even down to the full knee but they're like show some of the thigh the saddlebags just sit there make your thighs and butt look heady. you know they reminded me of were literally like bum pads you know like 18th yeah. century you stuff them full to make your skirt have that kind of bulbous <laughs> butt shape it's just they just didn't put a skirt over it. Unless there well, was a... The half-kilt. Yes. The um, half-kilt. <laughs> which looked to be made of cotton flannel. Uh, yeah. Probably denim. I'm like, come on. Okay. Let's give them... kilts. Well, okay. It was because, like half a kilt. Yes. Some of... And I do believe that... Because there were a, a few guys in the crowd, not, mm-hmm. not any main speaking characters as far as I could tell, were wearing quote kilts which probably were utility kilts because they were so chintzy looking
1: let's pause and say that kilts were not
0: worn until the 18th century and please go back on our site we have plenty about that look at the shit about outlander and look up anything written by Brenna Barks yeah like last year's snark week podcast Braveheart just listen to that Brenna goes off on like a great little tangent about how historically accurate kilts were definitely not historically accurate for the 14th century 13th century but a little widgey in the 16th century, there was this possibility that people wore belted plaids in or. Wore. They certainly
1: weren't open yeah. in the front and <laughs> made of cotton flannel or denim or whatever in like a blue and black stripe. Maybe I, occasionally. I don't know. I could
0: I mean, <laughs> seriously, Utila kilt. Google Utila that maybe cut it in the uh, open in the front. You got what's going on in this movie. It's very weird. It was really weird. I was kind of like, if they'd chosen... I mean, Utilicilt seems like it is ready-made for this entire vision. Yes, because it's... There <laughs> that burn know. is having here. It's which... modern. It's <laughs> denim. It's yeah, kicky. Exactly. It's got weird buckles all over it's the place. Like uh, it's uh, like It's a... <laughs> <laughs> As the token goth here, I've seen plenty token? of... Token? Bitch, please. I'm twice your age. I don't care. You may be OG, I am second generation. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm not goth. <laughs> I like colors and shiny things. Oh, well, I anyway, like shiny things. so I I was there originally when the real goths were wearing kilts and Not like, and, like us poser goths you know, that came in and they're like the 90s in the clubs and stuff and that was cool, right? <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like in this fucking movie because it's stupid. Everyone's
1: like Scotland kilts, right? Yeah, right. If you're going to do it, then at least do a decent kilt. Don't do this weird flappy covers the back and sides, not the front in shitty fabric. Yes. Again, if you're going to do a kilt, do a kilt. Even yeah. if you're like, okay, yeah, maybe they're not historically accurate, but it's a sign but, of Scotland, blah, blah, blah. Like, motherfucker, see.
0: nothing else is period in this film. Just go with it. Thank <laughs> you. Embrace <Impress> it. <laughs> Like, see the 1930s Mary of Scotland movie. There it's plaid and it's kilt and yarn. Rigadoon! And, <laughs> <God>. and horse, <laughs> and <it's, laughs> and it's, and it's, That's <laughs> like our battle cry. Whores! <laughs> <It laughs> <is>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually
0: had a, a gal I know at Dickens come up to me. We were just, like, hanging out back. Uh, we weren't even backstage. Oh, geez. Anyway, she comes up to me and she's like, the thing I love about your podcast is... <laughs> And I'm like, yes! <laughs> you get us. You yeah, get us. <laughs> she's one of us. Also, how about the fact that none of the men's shit fit? Oh, oh, I know. Like, the women's shit, as weird as it was, at least it fit. And it was lovely. It was beautifully tailored. I mean, Ooh, but, okay, minus the rampart yeah. boxes and the one floating rough. But, and the
1: only skirt hiking was on very uneven ground with yeah. big grass and whatever. Yeah. Okay, so
0: much. So there were some things That's I fine. could quibble with, but the women's costume silhouette-wise, yeah. I think were pretty yeah. solid. Interesting. Uh, yeah. the the men's costume some of them look too small like the doublets
1: especially yeah. some of them look too small some were too big some yeah. would look like they were made for some other body yeah. than the one that was wearing might them. have
0: had like three All, arms i don't also know also the also <laughs> dude weird seeming like and brads and <laughs> staples yeah and, just binder clips clip. just some <laughs> weird ass <laughs> like weird flappy bits all over the place and weird like <laughs> let's let's just throw some weird lacings and weird like shit going on in there like what what the hell is going why? on why are you doing why? why why and here's the thing let's contrast
1: yeah. with the favorite here's a movie that was very arch yes. and it was very sort of calculated and artsy and it made sense that they were doing wacky things with the costumes two
0: words Sandy Powell. Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> oh, let the adults handle this. Yes. Yes. If you're going to do wacky weird shit, let the person who like actually can make wacky weird shit tr- relatable and translatable and like
1: Also, how about the men's hair? First of all, almost oh. every Scottish man looked like he was a fucking wildling from Game of Thrones. God. Then we have God. the half-brother with his man yes. buns and his weird little elastic Handband. headband. He
0: pretty much had a headband. Yeah. It was. And well, I also thought he looked kind of like... A elastic one, that yeah. Was yeah, from one. Yeah, from Claire's. Yeah. From Claire's. It was, I don't even know if it was from Claire's. Let's be real. It was no. probably from CVS. It, okay. it was a goody one from I bet CVS. it had elastic on the back. It, <laughs> did. it did. But I will... A, every time he was on screen, I kept thinking, A, guyliner, like, whoa. Yeah. And B, yes. he looked like fucking Rasputin. And yes. I was like, what's Rasputin doing no. a movie about Scottish people? And I'm sorry, he's the Earl of Moray. He was a lord. He was not a fucking just highlander. Uh, Ach, lady, you do not understand. <laughs> you he let was, me deal with your cows. He was a goddamn. <laughs> he was a lowlander. He was... In with the political <gasps> bullshit. He wasn't like some you know rolling in this heather and thistles up his butt I mean that sounds really uncomfortable <laughs> well it looked like what he was like That's true. Oh, boy, like oh, lady I got some thistles up my butt oh nice oh. we're all very excited to have the original band back together apparently this
1: <laughs> Sorry. Was- I think Bothwell was super like unexciting <laughs> uninteresting and honestly, and then
0: suddenly he's that- all like I'm raping you and you're gonna marry me and she's like well i guess i have no choice you like while my ladies cower in their denim <sighs> that actually i'm fine okay, with and, that because yes. I, I can say as the mary apologist here in the room <laughs> uh, I feel someone like has ba- to be someone has to be i feel like the bothwell storyline is the least understandable part of her entire fucking life and i still wanted it to be her just being like fuck you i'm gonna marry this motherfucker bitches because he's it, cute and then he blow oh, no. it blows up in her face and he has That's a motorcycle kind of- <laughs> exactly. exactly neither of he's these that people know way. what the fuck they're talking about. whatever i read that one novel one time all right i tried <laughs> to
1: read the what is it margaret george novel i think that was the
0: one that it was. was so yeah. that was boring so it was
1: so boring i could not get through it here's the Trist- gentleman Trist- Trist- like. lost
0: the thread <laughs> oh i hate my life okay okay, <laughs> okay. My, i will confess
1: that I am not
0: sober. My point was nah. that at least they didn't make Bothwell like a love interest. Bothwell was boring as fuck.
1: And also, was he really just hanging around as like her benefactor? I'm gonna look
0: out for you, little missy. Well, he was like lurking in the background the entire time. Well, it no, but in really reality, yeah, was he? Yeah, from... Not necessarily from the very beginning, but fairly early on. Well, okay. if we're gonna talk about problematic males in this movie, let's talk about Rizzio, Rizzio and, Darnley. and Darnley. I <laughs> thought that the
1: actor who played Darnley was perfectly cast. This is... He was in War and Peace and he's been in a few other things. I loved the casting and I thought the characterization and all of that was great. It was perfect. It so captured Darnley up until the wedding night and then I felt like it all went to shit.
0: Yeah, no, I think he was a good Darnley. Darnley is a douchebag and that's... Yeah, he Pretty literally good. was like the bro of all bros who was yeah. like a drunk and a douche. Yeah. And like, managed to hold it together to yeah. get her I married. Just, I oh, felt yeah. like it
1: was a little too soon to yeah. jump straight to oh and on our wedding night I'm going and fucking your male servant. Yeah. But I also realized, you know, there's time is of the essence and we need to make the point
0: yeah. right off that she's just married a guy that is was not a good choice. Yeah. I'll say though, if you've seen the Mary Christmas Discuss of Scots from the seventies, Timothy Dalton played a really good Shitty Darnley. I I love Timothy Dalton. Shitty Darnley is redundant. But also, (laughs) Timothy Timothy Dalton playing anybody shitty is always automatically good. Exactly. (laughs) That's why, to me, that's the. Ultimate <coughs> Donnelly, because he was really good at, in that role. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is good. I saw his appeal, and it made sense then that when he turned out not to be so great, although it was hilarious that his dad was Mr. Bates from Down Abbey, it yes. took me a minute and I'm like, why am I not buying this character? Oh, because it's Mr. Bates from Down Abbey! Sorry, you're now typecast as a butler. Yes. Uh, or not a butler, a valet. Whatever. I yeah. will
0: note that it was actually Mrs. Lennox, Countess Lennox, but Mrs. Lennox. Yes. Um, <laughs> for all purposes. Uh, for all purposes. Donnelly's mother, who was really pushing the marriage not Darnley's father and she didn't show up in this movie at all, so fuck that noise. And she was super pushy about the whole thing, and that was—it's actually a kind of interesting plot line in history. But you know, hey, not in this movie. Sorry. Let's throw the history out. We don't That's have any room runner. for another pushy woman. <laughs> <clears throat> and so Rizzio, though So Rizzio, Rizzio, I—I I think we all kind of agreed was p- kind of problematic. Um, very for for a cast that was that was very diverse. Yeah. It was great that they. I mean, number one. I think historically, it is up to debate whether or not Rizzio was homosexual. But in this movie, of course, they went with that. He was Mary, Queen of Scots's... He was like her music instructor or something like that, or a musician, personal musician. He was a musician and her personal secretary. He was Italian. He did not seem Italian in the movie. But he was all of his and had dark hair. He was a vague ethnicity. (laughs) Yeah, he was other. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I think the, you know, yes, his character was kind of in a diverse casting situation. We have to check all the boxes.
1: Which, side note, we had a whole conversation on the blog about whether it was weird that Gemma, what's her face? Gemma Gemma Chan. Chan. Was cast as Best of Hardware. It ended being, up being fine because well, there was a whole bunch of people who were clearly colorblind yeah, cast. Yeah, it
0: was. I mean, there were the American or African American. I'm sorry, black because yeah. they're not African American if they're British. Right. Um, you know, like there it, were uh, it, Asian, there was Indian, it, there were just a ton of different. Because there was a bunch of
1: them. If she had been the only yeah. one, it would have been weird but I mean, it was fine Elizabeth's
0: ambassador was mm-hmm. one of the main characters and yeah. he was black, black Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so he was one of the main speaking roles and he had a lot of uh, key mm-hmm. actions and so that was good and then there were also just random people in the background mm-hmm. so uh, again it just kind of blended in it and was I fine. like that and you know and that's the thing It's that's like that's fine with me so yes. so history is not white and we should throw in a plug to color? medieval people of color because it, it is run Which by is a woman blog? who basically it's, it's, a a tumblr. it's a tumblr originally but I it's now a blog mm-hmm. I on, it may now, even be yeah. a podcast. It we've may linked, be like an entire to it before thing. many times. Um, but medieval people of color basically is all about going through throughout art history in the European sense of art history yes. and finding examples of people of color that are being represented in it and not just as, you know, this is the slave boy or whatever. That is also a part of representation but it is also kind of trying to give recognition to a more dominant role of people of color in European history richer and wider right and I uh, love the thing that they're doing now especially with British movies and TV shows and things now which is they are casting very colorblind and I think that that's great well sometimes it's
1: colorblind and sometimes it's actually acknowledgement of what was real
0: like harlots is a good example of what was real which would have been there really were people of color and that were fetishized And that there was this whole thing. In this production,
1: I felt like it was just colorblind, and that's fine with me. Yeah. It's just as long as it isn't
0: just one person. Right. This was a cast that I thought felt at least 25%, maybe? Maybe not quite that much. It was maybe better 10. than 0 yeah. so It was maybe 10%. <laughs> so. so that it wasn't just a token. So Bess of Hardwick being, being Asian okay. was not like the end of the universe that I guess right. apparently the universe thought it was going to be. Well, and especially because they didn't really get much
1: into her character, mm. yada, yada. Okay, we need to get back to Ritzio. Uh, okay, yes, Ritzio, yeah.
0: sorry. Rizio <laughs> who was essentially your token gay guy.
1: Let us note transgender and gay not the same
0: thing. Right. And that was the thing that I think we the, all agree on yeah. there was that they conflated the two and it was basically, you know, the first time you meet Rizio, really officially meet him, he's swanning about in drag essentially. Well before that he's just he's playing music. Yeah, he's just a he's musician writing and, for her and yeah. all that. The next time, I think, is really where yeah. he's um, the, the women, Mary and her Marys, which yeah. they never actually say are her. You're right. Marys. Oh, they never really right. identify they her never Marys. They give, yeah. give them names. Yeah. yeah. I guess because it would be confusing. Yeah. Well, and yeah. on
1: Rain, weren't they named like yeah. Fiona? Yeah.
0: No, Lola. And, anyway. <laughs> Lola! Um, ah! Lola. So anyway, so they just got around that by not naming them here. But they did say Fleming at one. Point. Anyway, so she was uh Mary and her ladies were uh um, were her bitches. We're, were her her squad goals whatever. We're <laughs> all f- yes. We're all floating around in her I'm gonna just let the queer woman talk right now. The CEO was wearing like essentially a bum roll and part of a gown and like one of the the hair proper uppers and some other shit. And like half dressed in in women's clothes and and swanning about and saying, oh, I love this. I feel like one of the girls, basically.
1: What shocked me was there were people in the theater behind us who legit thought this was the funny... Okay, maybe not the funniest scene they've ever seen, but they were tittering. There was definite tittering, and I'm like... This is such a trope. Yeah. It's in Elizabeth with the
0: French guy. Okay. That little bit in Elizabeth, one of the things, my favorite part of What was it? One mistress over yes. this realm and yes. no master yes. or something like that. Yes. I love that. I that. just mm.
1: thought that this is such a trope that's done to death in so, historical movies. So I was amazed that somebody actually thought this was novel enough to laugh In 2018. At. Thank you. So
0: what I was hoping when I saw him doing this was that, oh, it was going to be some joke. Like he was going to be mocking you know, Queen Elizabeth or something or making some joke about something like, oh, I'm your fool or, or like, I'm a friend. I'm making fun of, but no, he came out and he was like, he was just saying, oh, I feel so free like this, blah, blah, blah. And, and Mary was like, oh, that's great. You're just, it's cool. This is the way you are. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. She no. was very
1: accepting.
0: Because Oh my God. She basically she was, accepted everybody. She was like totes cool with that. With Rizzio, that yeah. whole issue was yeah. like, okay. No, that's a very 2018 thing to say and do. And that's dumb. I mean, I don't have a, obviously I don't have a problem with that because, hello, hi. Hello, hi. I'm queer. queer, And I love drag queens and all that. I have trans friends and blah, blah, blah. But it's like not period. It's not accurate. It doesn't fit into this. It's very much pushing a modern agenda into a period film, which Mm -hmm. is just silly. Well,
1: and I thought it was interesting, given how much the film went into just standard misogyny. I mean, John Knox being just so offended, even, I mean, in the movie, they're not even playing up so much the religious angle as the fact that she's a woman, and we have a woman queen. Which actually was more
0: historically accurate, Well, exactly. So the fact
1: that they were going to that... But then being like, oh, yeah, but we're totes
0: cool with you being trans mm, or whatever, gay or yeah. whatever. Or liking drag. I mean, that's the thing. He was just dressing in woman's clothes. No, not even dressing. He was swanning he was about half-dressed. Half Sillily. He of wasn't saying, like, I need to be a woman. Things. What is it? Is it a joke? Or so one of the things that happened immediately thereafter, after yes. we see Rizzio dressed as a, you know, quasi-woman dressed as a woman um he, who's basically just he's literally put on a bodice through you know completely yeah. laced up put his arms through it he's, he's got like bum a bum roll, roll or something yeah. like that and he's like hur, 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 i'm a girl and yeah. everybody's like ah, that's, that's so, funny, so funny is that there's the wedding scene between mary and darnley and then darnley is super shit-faced because actually historically accurately, huge. Darnley is a drunk, Darnley Puffing is drunk. a turd and a fuck boy. <laughs> total Scoosh, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he makes. Bang- <laughs> was a shout out anyway. it Cuts from the scene where he's like goofing around in girls' clothes, and he's like, "Hey, girls, I feel like a girl," and they're all like, "We love you, bro." I mean, girl or whatever. And then it's the wedding scene, and then the next scene, you see like Darnley has actually spent the wedding night, according to the movie, with. Rizio, so Spot Mary naked. barges in and is all like, what the fuck, motherfucker? And throws wine on Darnley to get him up. Blah blah blah. All of Mary's ladies are like attacking Rizio and the scene immediately following for being like, you know, icky homosexual, ew gross. And Mary comes up to Rizio and is like it's okay, we cannot, you know, stop who we really are. And- like, I understand your nature. I mean, you but- fucked my husband on my wedding night, yeah. would you not be slightly pissed? And she, she, she actually says, I understand you acted according to your nature, that was something about your nature, but we have to be more... Careful about who we love. Uh, her, yeah, ba- basically who we fuck. But it's like, you know, he, he used his terms on you and me. Girl, we're like We're pals, yeah. we're sisters. Sisterhood. In. That was something that we all kind of were like, so no. somebody who feels like a woman identifies as female does not necessarily mean that they're automatically attracted to the dudes.
1: With all of this stuff, <laughs> if they'd taken out the Elizabeth yeah. scenes, it wouldn't have been so so quick. I mean, anyone would be pissed at somebody who fucked their no, like, new spouse yeah. on their wedding night. Give a little time and then maybe you'd be like, okay, I get it. This was like your one chance for hot gay sex and you you took it. It was shorthand.
0: It was weird yeah. transition. It was also yeah. very trying to be so 2018 accepting of everything oh it's okay you're who you are it's cool i love you for who you are you're gay mary yes. is telling rizio this not darnley because fuck Darnley. well one. she's wearing armor that's made of like weird
1: zippers and things
0: <laughs> by the way forgot about that. which would have been fine and, maybe not the zipper part but like most of that armor actually would have been fine circa The 11th century in, like, Scandinavia. Not necessarily 16th century Scotland. Possibly not on women. And I have an article coming up. Oh, definitely not on women.
1: And also in all of this, again, at the expense of... Because by this point, I'm starting to lose the thread of like, why are there
0: battles and shit like that? Mm-hmm. So, two things next. Uh, we're gonna switch back to costumes very briefly. As we Let's should do. Tear away quick change oh, dress. Oh, Jesus. Two recycled Samantha Morton chemise and Oh, in the red. God. So, okay. The, <laughs> let me set this up. Okay, so both at the, the beginning, the very, 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 very. <laughs> Beginning of the film. I just really want to point out right now that Kendra has basically flailed on the couches, and beating it in sadness, screaming. She's wide. got the incoherent <laughs> screaming more than me because I was just like, "Oh God, I'm I'm so resigned to this film, honestly." Yeah, she basically um, walked in like, "Just take my just, body and do with it what she you did." Will. You <laughs> could
1: tell she there was no fight left in her. Well, no,
0: I was just yeah. So the movie starts with Mary's execution, and so we get to see. But um bump, they tear away her dress. Her dress basically breaks into two parts. Seriously, with two ladies in waiting, yeah. each pulling all... away.
1: <laughs> it was literally
0: like a, a Lady Gaga moment. Yes. Yeah, it was seriously like zip. And I get we're being like, hella reductive and super, 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 like for dramatic whatever. But what's underneath? Okay. It's the
1: same fucking dress. It really is. So Alexander Trump,
0: Byrne, as we've noted, did the costumes for Elizabeth and Elizabeth Golden Age. In Golden Age, Elizabeth kills Mary Queen Scots. obviously. Um, Samantha Morton is wearing this very she's chemise a red. I actually think it's more of a Grecian gown. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But it's bright it's and fucking red. fucking historically accurate. <laughs> well, also, I mean, Mary Queen Scots did. You, she, wore she, she wore a red kirtle. Right. She wore a red kirtle. And what does a kirtle look like? Not like a chemise <laughs> with like crisscrossing shit to like accentuate and, and yeah, gathered. Yeah, a kurta would be a fitted underlayer yes, kind of yes. dress. And she wore that under her black overgown, which was which was not rip away. No, did not tear it away into un- the two There parts. was no Velcro. No. It had sleeves that were laced on. Guess what? Velcro's not historically accurate. <laughs> yes. Do we need to get into that? I don't know. People are very confused about zippers, so no I mean barely. Velcro. And they right? laced the gown off lacer pin sleeves and her ladies took this all off. It took a long time. It wasn't like ripped off. <laughs> but state. I have to go to my death now. Okay. I've got to make this as long as I possibly can then your ladies are all like tear your clothes off. What? Get to the fucking like stump you bitch. It was basically Chippendales. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes.
1: Alexander Byrne like justifying the dress she had chosen in Elizabeth the Golden Age and ridiculous. Yeah. And again a kirtle is not gathered. Oh. It's a fitted Did sort of like- a liney <laughs> kind of dress.
0: <laughs> (laughs) Chiffon who wore better, yes. Yes, (laughs) title cards for places that were not those places. (laughs) Okay, this is a nitpick, much like how it's it annoys all of us when they have like dates. (laughs) On title cards that says, you know, 1563, and it's like these costumes are from, you know, 1620 or whatever. So here they'd have title cards that said, Hollywood Palace. So this is like a fucking not Hollywood Palace. I've With, been to Hollywood Palace many times. This is like some random like CGI rocky
1: cliff. What killed me more was it was Hollywood Palace, comma Edinburgh, Edinburgh which <laughs> is a fucking City. Then what they show us is this rocky castle in the middle of nowhere. Well, where's the fucking city? Has
0: anyone else, is it just me, but there's like literally like every single movie that's ever been shot in Scotland uses exactly the same valley to establish Scotland! And it's literally the same valley that was in fucking Highlander when I watched that shit in 1983. Having just watched fucking Outlaw King, these are all the same vistas that they did for fucking Outlaw King, which was the 14th century. It's just all like the one single establishing shot for scotland i did like the snowy peaks shot oh great Uh, there was snow i've been there it was pretty but the point is i mean at one point they're all like what is it carlisle Carlisle or something (laughs) like that it's a ruin it's a goddamn fucking ruin that is not carlisle Carlisle's not a ruin right now (laughs) how (laughs) could it have been in the 16th century (laughs) (laughs) god damn you (laughs) right Yes. Okay. Not only that, but all the England shots; those were Georgian castles. Georgian being one. 18th century, by the way. Yeah.
1: And all the Scottish ones seemed like they were like 11th century monasteries or yes. something.
0: That was actually a thing that happened in Elizabeth. They filmed everything in churches, and so I was like, maybe they're trying to like do the same kind of thing, which is it looks oldy, medievaly, and they just rah. had stone. They didn't have rushes and tapestries. They didn't have like wood. That. Apparently, they didn't have wood no, in the 16th not. century. No. Nothing had wood in it, ever. So, in the Elizabeth scenes with... uh, No, not the movie, but in this movie Mm. with Elizabeth. Uh So, when they had her counsel... It's in a fucking church. She does not hold her council in a no. church. She would have been in like none such palace, which she doesn't even exist. And that's
1: fine. It doesn't exist anymore. So you got to find something else, but it's not a church. It's a palace. There yeah, are there's differences. There's a difference. Exactly. And that would be like filming what we're doing right now, podcasting in my living room and randomly taking the random church down the street and being like, Oh, let's film it there. It's not the same
0: fucking space. <laughs> like let's go do that. Actually. Let's do that. Because, hey guys, we're
1: filming. We're like
0: yeah, filming a we podcast. Need to, <laughs> we need to swear a lot in your church. Do you mind? There's a, there's probably like a three second delay on the echo, but yeah. it's a It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Right. And uh, then back
1: to Elizabeth and back to costumes. I still don't get why was she the only one with color? Elizabeth? Like, yeah. Like she's kind of wearing a rust color dress when she's early on with the, like the rainbow portrait hair and then, you know, late in the, th- I don't know. And the whole, like the, the,
0: okay. The Kendra, so you're asking questions wait, that wait, wait, none wait, wait, of wait. us wait. know. They <laughs> oh.
1: Wait, Going back to Elizabeth. You know, the the movie, there's this whole thing at the end where she turns into the virgin queen. You have made me into
0: a virgin queen. The
1: statuary because of Dudley. And then in this movie, she turns into that because of Mary. Mary, you have turned me into this figurehead, blah, blah, blah. This seems to be a theme in Alexandra Byrne's career,
0: and yeah. I feel like she really needs Maybe to Maybe like, she has is it really like, her fault, I mean she's just the no, costume designer I don't know, but it's a theme, com- so it's now I'm worried It's it is interesting, interesting,
1: that it's a theme Again, Elizabeth, such a complicated, complex character should not just be this random little blip Although I thought they did a good job with the pop marks
0: No, I did too Oh yes, and the actress who portrayed Margaret Robbie wore a prosthetic nose and there was a lot of use of the profile to yes. show yeah. like, you know, the, the medallions and the coins yes. and everything It's on the list. Uh, the next one that's vaguely costuming related is the earrings. You have feelings about those? Oh! That oh Jesus. So Why? I- Why? <laughs> Why?
1: Why? I spent the entire <laughs> movie staring at her at her fucking five hoops in one ear modern <laughs> steampunk um, <the> Burning Man <laughs> bullshit. Earring of fuck hardness.
0: The w- end. <laughs> thank you, think, Kendra. I, thank you. I noted that in several of my articles, and I'm still annoyed by it, even more so in the in the film because it can, it persisted every scene. It was just like the hoops in one and then some fucking dangle in the other. And I know I'm the only one who's gonna get this, but if if you remember 30 something that chick would wear one dangly long dangly earring and one short earring
1: yeah okay and so like as that's come up people are like oh here's this random portrait of a florentine woman from like the 1540s wait with like five earrings in one ear okay so florence of the 1540s is not paris france or scotland of the 1560s it's not mary queen of scots Mm -hmm. and And that was one fucking portrait and why What does it tell us about Mary? What does not it tell us about this movie, about the character, about the plot, about the costumes, anything? She's punk rock, bitch! It doesn't make sense for anything in this movie. It doesn't make fucking pointless. pointless. I go back to the favorite, and the movie was very arch, it was very constructed, it was very crafted, it made sense that the costumes and that deviated from historical reality to be arch, created, etc. That made sense in that world. This movie, it did not make sense in that world. it didn't. It didn't make any internal sense. Thank you. And I I would accept it if it made internal sense.
0: All right. The very last thing I have on my list. So we wrote all these down on the drive between the theater. Because we needed to rant. To Kendra's house. The previews. What the fuck was up with the previous? (laughs) All of them, there were like 40 of them. They were all for horror movies. Okay, I will actually say, and this is actually, I should have... (laughs) Apparently it's a horror movie. No, I I should have noted this. So this movie came out in late December. So they were originally hoping for Oscar buzz. (laughs) Well, (laughs) please. Exactly. Ain't Sandy Powell. The thing, the thing is... They've clearly missed that run because they suck. Huh. The next thing in uh, movie scheduling is the late fall through early December and late December is Oscar movie buzz time. The Mm -hmm. next movies that premiere January, February, March are shit movies. So you get a lot of like... Random horror movies, random bullshit movies. And then so that's the previews that we saw. Right. Most of them were that. And then a few long game ones like Down Abbey. Nah, so monks. I don't
1: care about your logic. Yeah, tester. whatever. The point is, <laughs> it's hilarious that we watched a bunch of previews for horror movies before watching this movie because I don't know if it was a horror movie. It was a shit show. It wasn't good. And it's no. sad because again, as someone who's been Team Elizabeth and Ben, you've heard, if you've listened to previous podcasts where it said Mary was a nitwit one who made bad decisions. Like,
0: I, I think was, that there was were, actually verbatim.
1: There were moments that I was like, hey, yeah, I'm interested. Tell me more. I want to get into this. And then, again, this movie just went off in random fucking directions. I feel like they did well with Darnley and that whole dynamic. And other than that, I was just like, you're missing such a great opportunity. And that's what sucks about these kinds of things yeah. where it is a biopic yeah, because nobody's going to do Mary, Queen of Scots for another 20 years because it's been done.
0: Well, mm-hmm. and it pisses me off because I want to write the great Mary, Queen of Scots then movie. Then you do it, Tristan. You do it. Well, <laughs> it, it doesn't deserve a feature film. It great. needs to be a miniseries, like a three or four part, yeah. because you need to get into depth. I would love to hear her childhood well, and well, her relationship okay, with Francis, not ideally. rain style. Yeah. Well, because I don't know if you could sell more than that. But anyway. You know, Fuck them. Yeah, the months. little
1: shits will watch it because I'll make them. <laughs>
0: be my agent baby Hollywood call us her her story is frankly a little more complex than can be told in a two hour movie unless you take a piece of it I will say that the Mary Queen of Scots movie that the Catherine Hepburn one in the 30s took a piece That's the thing that most of these movies have a problem with, is they bite off far too much. Either you take
1: a chunk of it and do it well, or it becomes highlights- A fast forwarded highlights and you're like, oh, and suddenly it's 20 years later. Oh, and it's 20 years later and I have no investment in any of these characters. Yeah. Either you make a long mini series that gets in and out of all the little twists and turns or you take one chunk and you do it well. And if
0: you take a piece of, say, Mary, Queen, of Scott's story and you can make that really interesting and really get into the nitty gritty of one or two relationships, that could be fascinating. Yeah. If they had taken what they did with
1: Darnley and really fleshed that out, this yeah. would have been a great movie. Denim notwithstanding. I did think, however you pronounce her name, Soursey? Sh- Shorsha-, Shorsha? Shorsha? Ronan? S- S-
0: Sorsha? Sorsha. Sorsha. Sorsha Ronan. I liked watching her on screen. I thought she was great. I thought she sucked ass. No, I thought the script sucked ass. Okay. But she was good. I thought she did a good job with what she was doing. Yeah, exactly. She had a crappy
1: script that she worked with. I thought she felt authentic. I bought Mm -hmm. the emotion. I bought the character
0: from her. And I also thought that she didn't... Okay, I guess I have a hard time separating the writing, directing, from the acting because... There's a lot of her staring off into space being intense. Isn't that in every movie? Isn't that also direct? Well, but that's also her. Like... I'm intense. Okay, she was definitely feeling. I like the color of her hair. Things. Me too. She had a
1: nice little strawberry blonde going. And, and the one scene gave when a... Darnley was like, oh, I have to guess which one is
0: the queen. Gee, yeah, do you think it's the redhead? Right, out of all the brunettes in the room? Fuck Jesus, off. I don't feel like anyone gave great performances in this. I don't feel like anyone... I had... like Darnley. I
1: thought he was well cast I thought Darnley was... Yeah, did I agree. did a good okay. job with it. I
0: agree. I, for
1: the first time, I actually... Saw the appeal of him as well as what a fucking turd he was. Exactly. Usually I'm just like he's a turd. How can you not see that a mile away? This time I'm like, okay, I can see how you can be sucked in and be like, oh, okay, it's cute. Sure. he gets good kind of lingus.
0: Oh, okay, he's a drunk. Oh. And- Hey, not, hey, that was the team. last 10 years of my life. Yes. All right, the end. Hey, we haven't mentioned the lingus thing. I feel like that was not super historically accurate. Like she would just say, hey, come do me. And then now you get to be king. No, that didn't seem right. Well,
1: and especially because, again, there are historical documents that suggest that, like, for example, Queen Elizabeth did probably everything but with one or more of her courtiers. That was not Mary. How do you, I'm you know? I'm not saying they weren't ever in moments where they could be that intimate, but it seemed very balls out to be like, hello, I am not married to you. Come into my bed while my ladies-in-waiting are hanging out and listening, and let's, you know, get sexy times going without actual impregnation.
0: It seemed like a little bit much. (laughs) Well, and again, that was not Mary. She was a big old fucking Catholic. We are wrapping this one up because you've heard us enough, and it wasn't incoherent screaming, but it was a lot of, fuck, this is bullshit. Denim! Denim. denim, denim. That's denim. all we need to say. mismatched really. earrings.
1: Denim.
0: denim. There were some tie. Dye. Wait,
1: de- honestly, I can sum up this movie in two words: denim and saddlebags. 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 saddlebags.
0: saddlebags. Okay, girls. <laughs> let's, let's let's. Why do you hurt out? me so, Alexandra Burke? This is do why mommy loves me. She doesn't. No, mommy drinks exactly because of saddlebags. Okay, so that's right. All right. So, um, thank you all for listening to our. Not quite incoherent screaming, but a lot of o- incoherence. <laughs> so um, until next time, <laughs> uh, we love you all. We catch do. us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all, all that Fro- bullshit. Other and, then places. and catch our yes. And guess what's every happening in a couple weeks? Snark Week is Snark
1: coming. Okay. Pew pew, 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 pew. Okay, and until then. Bye. Bye. bye.